first time you've ever seen your son play in Australia. How was that for you today? Uh, it was exciting to see him playing today. I always wanted to see him playing on the football ground, so that's really a very nice privilege for me to be able to see him today. And to get the win as well. And tomorrow you're straight back on the plane? Uh, that's correct. Tomorrow I'll be going back to Africa. As a superstar, look at him on the camera. Yeah, Cassini, how was it today? I mean, great performance. You got the result in the end. How was yeah. it to, see, to have your dad here? Yeah, it's amazing. It's the first time he's watched me play as a professional, and you know, it was very exciting to have him here and to get the win tops it off. Yeah. You're not going to beat that smile, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no. What does no. it mean for you to have, to have him? Where's he come from? Where's he travel over from? I've just come from uh, Uganda. From Uganda? Yeah, but yeah. I was born in South Sudan. I'm, so I'm really a Sudanese by nationality, but I'm also a fair dinkum Australian. <laughs>
The first game of the week, it was the grand final replay, Melbourne City versus Western United. You went, you attended with the fellas. I did attend. So just tell me, how was it? How was the vibe there? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, it was uh, very good vibes there. It was great to be back after another long off-season. Grand final rematch, so a little bit of uh, revenge was on the line uh, in that game. And... Um, very nice for the, for City to come away with the three points there. I don't know if re- revenge is the, the right word, though, uh, you know, compared to losing a grand final versus round one. But, yeah, the atmosphere wasn't too bad. Uh, I was sitting down close to the uh, City Act event, so always a good vibe there. It's about uh, 7,500 people there, I think, so definitely no uh, by no means a full house at Amy Park. But, yeah, it was, it was good vibes, and uh, it was an entertaining match. Were you hoping for a few more people to fill out those stands? Probably would have would have liked to see a few more there for for, for round a, one. Yeah, for a grand a grand final rematch as well. Yeah, I was probably expecting at least ten. Yeah, I would have liked ten, especially like two Victorian teams as well. Um, but I think yeah, the league as a whole probably has a, a bit of work to do in uh, in that respect. <laughs> Encouraging people to actually come to the games. You mean handing out free tickets isn't isn't quite <laughs> getting the job done? Do they need to start paying people to go to the games? Jeez, I hope it doesn't get to that. I think, I think they're heading in the right direction, but um, yeah, handing out oh, grand yeah. final tickets with your happy meal for the grand final. Was, um, yeah, that was, that was a good play. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that, especially the people that paid uh, good money for their tickets in the first place, but anyway. Oh, of course. Well, regardless, the vibes were, were good, you reckon? The vibes are pretty good on the pitch for a Melbourne City fan. Are you, are you happy with the performance? Yeah. Were there things to be desired? Was it Melbourne City playing well, or was it just Western United being a little bit lacklustre? A bit of both. They definitely uh, had a, a few very big errors in defence. That, that was pretty obvious. LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> Leo LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix. What, I don't know LaCroix? what he was doing there. I think he was... Uh, on something, I don't know. He was, <laughs> he just wasn't hell. there. Still on the high from the last season. Yeah, yeah, mate. You're still celebrating four months hangover. Um, but yeah, th- thanks to him, he basically gifted us both of our goals. But um, <laughs> uh, Jamie Young probably kept them them in it. He had, I think, seven saves. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, what a save. <laughs> Um, but yeah, City was uh, very good. I was not expecting us to win that game, to be honest, considering our pre-season. But apparently they were just tinkering with a few game styles and trying out a few different things over pre-season. And, well, whatever they did on, on Friday night seemed, seemed to work for them. All right, fair shout. Well, apart from Leo Lacroix, I'll go to you now, Damo. Who do you think was most at fault for Western United's, I guess, lack of... Well, you wrote in the Google Doc, you wrote in devoid of any spark. Yeah, devoid of any spark. I think Troisi was meant to be the <laughs> bit of a spark. Yes, as we all this know, is exactly Troisi, what I was hoping for. Troisi in the last few seasons has just been hopeless, and Shit. I don't know why. Why Western United <laughs> went after him and thought that he was just magically going to turn into prime twenty fifteen James Troisi who wins us the Asian Cup. <laughs> like John Aloisi, like he does this. Every now and then, when he, he he wins something, or gets close to winning something, and then just starts falling off the next season, it's like he can't really follow on with his good work that he's done in the last season. But obviously, we'll just have to wait and see if that yeah, trend yeah, continues. It's, it's a bit early to start saying that is is falling off. I mean, it's one yeah, game. Melbourne yeah, City, a couple are no of joke. Good seasons with Brisbane Raw, and then it just <laughs> petered out. It's just like his his yeah. luck just turns rotten. You'd hope a coach would rely on a bit more than luck, though, ideally. 
Well, when you got James Troisi, you kind of have to rely on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Who else? Who else would you have as their spark moving forward other than James well, Troisi? Well, Diamante's obviously a big out for them. Mm. When's he um, due to come back? But I don't even know if he played. He didn't. Ridden, no. He didn't Ridden play exactly. The well, there you go. There. there you go. He didn't play, so that's that's pretty much their spark. Prejevich, maybe. If, as well. if there's no Diamante. And everyone has to be on their game, and I don't think everyone was on their game. Connor Payne goes all right. He's getting a bit on in years, but he's a talented player. I don't mind yeah. Lustica as well. Lustica. 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 Got that Australian-Croatian connection. That's it, mate. And Prijevic didn't play either, actually. Yeah, Prijevic didn't play, so that's obviously a big out as well. So. Mm. Yeah, that's sure. obviously the first game of the season, but Western United not starting on the... Uh, Best of notes there. Best of notes. Big losers, Western United. Uh, Andy, go on some more detail for me. I want you to name three players for me, all right, who you thought were the real driving force behind City's win here. Barisha was ma- named uh, player of the match, so he was obviously yeah, he was. very good. Um, I thought Matt, Matt Leckie was probably unlucky not to be man of the match, to be honest. Um, I think he might have even had a, a slightly better ga- game than Barisha. Um, but he had many chances throughout the night, set up set up a lot of chances as well. I think Leckie and Barisha, obviously McLaren, the uh, the goal scored and one that he scored that was overturned. So um, all those front players were, were very good. Even Tom Glover had a pretty good good game. I thought, yeah, I thought Glover was pretty good, actually. Mm, he had a few really good diving saves. Uh, one in the first 30 seconds um, from Truisi that almost went in. Truisi? Yeah. Troisi yeah, had a shot scored. on target? No, there's no way. There's no way Troisi had a shot on target. Come he did. Yeah. Within about 30 seconds of the game starting. <laughs> I thought, oh, God, here we go again. It's uh, the grand final all over again. If you're making Troisi look good, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise this podcast was so uh, anti-Troisi. <laughs> Dude, I've been anti-Troisi since... Even when he did win us the Asian Cup, I thought it was still shit. He's yeah. garbage. <laughs> Maybe some biased screaming in guys. there as well. I was expecting you to, to chat some Gamulka chat because obviously you did uh, coming into the season. You were like, all right, I reckon Gamulka's ready for a bit of a breakout. He's fucking talented, and he got the star. He did get the start against yeah. Western United. Didn't put a foot wrong. Good to see. Yeah, no, he uh, he he had a good game as well. But um, I think it was there was no real uh, one play that massively stood out. You know, I think it was a good uh, good team oh. effort across the board. I'll tell you who didn't stand out. And what I'm going to do over the course of this podcast, I've got three burning questions, all right? These are three questions that I really, really want answered from my uh, expert panellists here. The lads with the expertise, the knowledge, the gears grinding up in their brains. Mike Otilio, is he lazy? Is he lazy? Yeah. Jeez, tough question. That was a quick response, Damo. It's a quick response, Damo. He's feeling yeah, he confident. I mean... I don't know. If you're a soccer ruse player, like I understand that the whole front three is a soccer ruse. Mm. But when you're starting for the soccer ruse in their latest camp, you've got to be putting in as much, if not more, effort than the others starting ahead of you. And I don't know. Like Naboo just hasn't done much for me. And the fact that he can't start over Naboo, mm-hmm. it's getting a bit, yeah, getting a bit... Uh, Oh, he's the Aussie messy mate. He has to start every game. He's supposed to that's, be a generational well, right. talent. Exactly. So, 
what's he not doing on the training park to attract the interest of Kuznorbo? <laughs> yeah. And you have to say that he's just he's just not doing enough. He's too lazy. Interesting. And he did come out, well, I think it was Kuznorbo or someone came out and just said, just because you're a soccer movie doesn't mean you're auto, you're an automatic starter in in the A-League it's like yeah he did say that that's exactly yeah, the, the quote is I picked the best 11 that I think going into a game just because you represent Australia doesn't mean you're an automatic starter in yeah. this team and it is yeah, a very yeah. good team to be fair like Naboo has got plenty of caps as team. well mm. well you got Berisha in there as well so I suppose you got all these star players but yeah that's it just comes down to your will to actually you know the mental power <gasps> mental strength yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. If he was in any other team in the league, you'd think he he probably would get oh, a start. Oh, he'd be starting. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, definitely. But what about for victory? Victory's well, front yeah, three pretty stacked that, as well. Yeah, they've got a very uh, very strong front well, three. Well, they've got a Socceroos front three as well. Mm. So every, I'm pretty sure every team's got a Socceroos front three <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Socceroos. Fucking... Are you trying to tell me that Wellington Phoenix, who are starting Costa Barbarisus <laughs> and Zawada, have got a Socceroos front three? Uh... Back in his heyday, I reckon Barbarusis might have gotten uh, a start in the soccer room. <laughs> <laughs> Travel across the ditch, the Dutch. That was some of our uh, our meme years. Oh, mate, I do love me some Costa Barbarusis. Or they some Tommy Orr. Oh, and oh, rest in peace, Tommy Orr. What a man. Crew on the right wing. I fucking love Tommy Orr. Oh, my Big goodness. Tommy Orr fan. A oh, huge Tommy Orr fan. Are you kidding me? When I Shout first started watching Orr. the A League, Tommy Orr was like tearing it up for Brisbane Raw before ah, he went uh, over to Europe, and he was just—it was just a pleasure to watch. It was fucking spectacular. Alrighty, Marco Tilio confirmed lazy, according to Damon Sarah. Andy, not so sure, mm. but I reckon I reckon my burning question's been answered. So thank you very much, boys. Yeah, Damo, uh, very clear cut on that one. Mm. I'm I'm not very convinced he's lazy, but I I don't see what uh, what goes on behind closed doors. But it is a good point. Yeah. He is. Um, Meant to be setting the world on fire, so he should hopefully be starting. But yeah, hopefully we see him uh, improve and earn he his scored spot. Scored in the Olympics. Yeah, against Argentina. Here we go. Against Argentina, like he's yeah, got the talent. You need to be doing more. You need more ambition. And if you're not more starting, ambition. you need to you need to do more. I love yeah. that. He wasn't. Uh, that. He wasn't super impactful when he came on either. And that's what I, sometimes holds back Australian players is their lack of ambition. Yeah. yeah, fair cop. Before we move on to the next the next game on the weekend, I just want to chat. Is Valon Barisha already your favourite Melbourne City player, Andy? Ooh, uh, tough one to answer after one game, but geez, he's making a good case for himself. No, Back it's not just one game. It's one game and one interview. The interview's the key here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he definitely fits right into the A-League, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, Dro- he dropping does. F-bombs in, in interviews straight away. Out. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Love, love oh, yeah. the, uh, the interview from him. Hopefully you see more of it. He doesn't apologise. That's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Very unapologetic. So the headline here is he's a, a Barisha the entire league can cheer for, which is obviously a bit of a dig at all, mate, Bessart, yeah. but probably fair <laughs> oh, enough. I liked Bessart, Barisha. I thought he was good. I thought he was good <laughs> for the league. Uh, he's definitely he definitely generated some headlines. Apparently the top goal scorer of all time, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Fuck oath. Yeah. And speaking of goals, Brisbane Raw versus MacArthur. Zero no. goals were scored. What a game. So, I don't know, Andy, Still Charlie Austin. Game. 
Charlie Austin not off to a great start in his golden boot chase there, Andy. No, he's, yeah. uh, he's already got one uh, one behind McLaren. He's got to catch up somewhere. So yeah, he's got to catch up. It, you reckon it was a good game, Damo? Despite for the most part, nil. Well, Zilch. I did predict last week that. Are you eating a sour <laughs> squirm right now, oh, yeah. Tom? Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I did predict last week that a good season for Charlie Austin would be to score 10 goals. And I reckon, oh, yesterday, not yesterday, whenever the game was, Saturday afternoon, probably showed that that prediction could become true. Yeah, but I mean, Jay O'Shea created fucking chance after chance after chance. And they none of them finish. were necessarily clear-cut, but Austin didn't, no, they, didn't find No, the that's true. And that comes down to... The players on the outside. I mean, shout out to Armiento, who I thought had a good game. Oh hell yeah! Um, but first game back from his ACL, so that's that's a positive for him and for the league. I thought, I think he's a good player. But yeah, no real chances that you'd say were clear cut. So nothing that Charlie Austin couldn't really uh, work off. Was it was Which it you? What it is. Was it you who wrote down in in the docs that Brisbane dominated most of the game? Was that your point? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. Take a, obviously MacArthur with it. They got Arzani. They got Davila. They got Danny De Silva. They should be in theory creating plenty of chances. Yeah, and and they didn't create many. Well, what's the, the problem? Very, the very few they did were from Brisbane turnovers. Right. So. Is that yeah, just um, a slow start to the season, or, or is there just well, less quality there than I think that could just be a, an Australia Cup uh, hangover, possibly. Ooh. Australia Cup hangover. Possibly the MPL bullies. Mm. <laughs> well, that's a See big, how they stack up against the big boys. The, the big boys of Brisbane Rule, one of the probably worst teams in the league. Yeah, the yeah exactly. So that's, that's not saying much about uh, MacArthur. No. Yeah, well, you predicted them to finish third this I season, Damon. I did predict MacArthur to finish third and Brisbane to finish 11th or 12th. 12th. You've predicted last. Brisbane to finish last. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so, if, if by, any, by some miracle, uh, MacArthur managed to finish 13th, then, yeah, Saturday was uh, evidence of that. Brilliant. <laughs> to be fair, we all had Macar- We all have MacArthur finishing in the final. So, Andy, yeah. I'll, I'll go back to you. Do, you. do you think this is just a kind of a bit of a hiccup, or is this telling for the rest of their season that they can't score against Brisbane? Who, to be fair, Brisbane's defenders are a bit average. Yeah, look, it uh, it is a bit concerning considering uh, Brisbane did give them a couple uh, very good opportunities from defensive areas. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I think it was. Toure that uh, had a shot from one where Brisbane just passed it and the bloke just wasn't looking and it just went behind him. <laughs> but he, he missed that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And then about two minutes later, um, Carter missed that one from like two centimetres in front. <laughs> just went skydiving <laughs> over the crossbar. So when you're missing opportunities like that, no matter who you're playing, I think um, you've got some issues, you know. You're not going to beat the, the good teams if you can't put those ones away when you're given the opportunity. So, yeah. Say what you mean. Turn. You can't beat the good teams if you can't beat Brisbane Raw. Come on. Yes, that's, that's, right. that's well said, Yashad. Yep. <laughs> say what you want to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Speak your it. truth. <laughs> Speak your truth. Brisbane didn't seem that it. bad overall. Um, but, yeah, they just that's made a few, a few mistakes that could have cost them. Just couldn't finish. Yeah, they couldn't finish. So... 
or create any clear cut chances for that matter. And Jay O'Shea was pulling the strings. He's very yeah. He's, Jay, he's, he's Jay, a Jay O'Shea guy. always pulls the strings. He does. Anytime Jay O'Shea is in your starting eleven, you just know something may happen. Fuck oath. How long has he been at the Raw now? A few years. For three years. Fuck since Robbie Fowler came in. Yeah. True. 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 Big Robbie Fowler. Oh my! Do you remember when Robbie Fowler played for? Was it the North and Queensland team? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, North Queensland oh, Fury. The North Queensland <laughs> Fury. I miss the North Queensland Fury. And Gold you know, Coast. That's it. And Gold, Gold Coast United Coast. getting 500 people to a game. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the glory Shout days of the A-League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I remember yes. when they had uh, Freedom of Speech as the sponsor on the, on the kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. So that'd, ironic. That'd, that'd cause a few problems these days, I reckon. I Regardless... <laughs> I don't think there's too much more to chat about this this game. Nah, it wasn't necessarily... It was a bit a, of a stale, mate. Yeah, a bit yeah. of a stale one. Like, not quite as stale as the F3 derby, which never actually started, thanks to the floods. was very moist, actually. A little bit damp. It was a damp, little bit damp. Not, not stale, yeah. Not stale, damp. Mm. Extremely Pot- damp. Potentially mouldy, then, if you got, you know... Well... Moisture seeping in. Warm as well. Yeah, a bit warm. I do. I will say it was a good sign. Like a lot of people showed up for the F three derby, which is nice. Yeah, the, the top yeah. stand looked pretty, uh, pretty full. Yeah. So heartbreaking that they never actually got to take to the pitch. But yeah, it is what it is. Um, we'll we'll yeah. get back to Central Coast and Newcastle yeah. next week. Uh, next week on Cummings Watch. Yeah, <laughs> the cum dingo. Yet the to cum dingo. <laughs> Can't wait. yet to grace us with his presence. So that is one game down the drain for anyone <laughs> from Newcastle or Central Coast to prove a point to why they should be in the Socceroos. So that's a bit annoying. That is heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. it's a good point. And uh, we'll have to wait another week for um, to see Quoll in action as well. Yeah, and he's just mm-hmm. been selected in the under twenties. Yeah, uh, young Socceroos squad, and Nick Montgomery wasn't too happy about that. No, he wasn't as well. <laughs> wasn't, he said uh, it is what it is, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, that's it. Interesting, interesting. Beautiful. We're going to save the best to last. Always have your dessert after you have your broccoli. So we'll save the big blue for later there, fellas. And we'll get straight on to the Knicks and Adelaide United. The Knox. The Knox. The Knox are back in Wellington. This was in Wellington, yes? Wellington, yeah. 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 Uh, Craig Goodwin, Adelaide captain who didn't even start for his team, said midweek that he thought this was two points lost. Two points dropped, I should say, for United. Uh, Andy, did you watch this one? I didn't watch it live. I was working. Um, I just watched the uh, extended highlights after it. um, Oh, the extended highlights. That sounds like you're an expert analyst if you're watching the extended highlights. (laughs) Far from it. Now, obviously... Wellington played most of this game with 10 men. But just on yeah. balance of play, do you agree with Craig Goodwin in terms of uh, this was two points dropped? Uh, yeah, I, I, I probably would agree with you there. I mean, yeah, see, I, I disagree. You disagree? Okay, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that in a minute. But um, especially <laughs> when, you're, uh, when you're playing against 10 men, like you should be uh, you know, putting, putting that one away, I would have thought. But anyway, what, what's your thoughts on that one, Damo? I think he's scraping the barrel. I think Wellington were the better team, even with 10 men. Wow. What does that say about Adelaide? They played with a lot more freedom, Mm. and I think they were unlucky to not come away with the extra two points. 
Created a few more chances, you reckon? Probably not. Oh, I can't remember the stats. <laughs> but I mean, purely just uh, because they had 10 men, they should have won. That's it. Uh, interesting stat. There was 20 shots on goal to six Adelaide's way for that game. So, <laughs> See what I mean? Roasted. That's, that's a Wellington team playing with freedom right there. <laughs> it oh, is. Yes. At home as well. Oh, yeah. I will say, the fucking Wellington crowd, it wasn't a full stadium, but they were loud. In front of the Yellow Fever, or whatever they're they called. They were loud, and it's bloody good to have the Yellow Fever back in action. It really adds something to the league, I reckon. It um, really does. Nice mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to keep bringing this fucking Kiwi accent <laughs> into every podcast yeah. we do? Yeah, yeah I, I am. <laughs> every time the Knicks come up, oh, yeah. something's going to come up. <laughs> I'm going to make sure we talk about the Knicks as much as possible every single week then, because this is brilliant. I love all my right. Kiwi friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think now it's time. Every week I'm going to be bringing to you fellas and fellettes listening my flog of the week, all right? So this is either a someone, something, a group of somethings or someones who have just made a fool of themselves and completely embarrassed Everything it is they stand for. There's going to be two this week, just to be clear. Normally there'll be one, but I want to make two points this week. Jan Sass, one of the Wellington's big new signings. Midfielder started alongside the another one of their big new signings. Uh, Krayev, I believe. Yeah. Is it Krayev? Yes. Yeah. Jan Sass played about 25 minutes before pulling off one of the just latest challenges I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. He was about as late as I was to most of my assignments that I posted up <laughs> in uni. It was shocking. That's pretty bad. Have you, have you boys seen the... Uh, it's I've <laughs> seen the tackle many times. And many I, I, times? I still can't see it as anything other than a sleep. A I don't sled. think there was any malice behind it. No, no, no. I'm not saying there was malice. I'm just saying it was incompetent. Yeah, it was. Like, in his action, like, he's trying to lift his leg up to go for the ball and his bottom leg for some reason unknown to mankind has just gone diagonally and then he's just <laughs> lost any balance and just ended up on the ground. Yeah, it's it's he just doesn't have a he doesn't have that understanding of uh biomechanics, no, body mechanics. Yeah, if he did basic physics, if he did, then he wouldn't have got a red card there, it would have been yellow. Agreed. So basically Jan Sass Ian Sass is my first ever flog of the week for not having studied biomechanics in his youth. <laughs> Absolute exactly fool. Exactly right. <laughs> Hell yes. You All right. Better believe it. We set the bar and, high with uh, the, the flog of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have set the bar high. Look, that's what we're all about here, setting the bar high. Damon, should Ben Wayne be starting for Wellington Phoenix? And is, is he destined for Europe at some point? Two words. True. True. Yes! The Wayne train is in full effect, boys. Yeah. I love it. Nah, it should be starting. Yeah. Yeah, Zawada did nothing for me, and uh, obviously with uh, Sass going off, probably didn't help his cause, but man, nope. Ben Wayne just knows where to be at the right time, and yeah, uh, he, he, Europe, Europe is beckoning. Uh, we, we knew he had those offers from... Coventry City in uh, the championship, oh, I think. Real big wigs. Yeah, so if he knocked them back, yeah, there'd be some pretty big clubs coming after him, I reckon, after this season. If he can score more than 10 goals and gather up some assists as well, I reckon. 
Fuck oath. All right. He's got some pace too for a young lad. He's not he he's not great. He doesn't have a huge body on him, no, but I think as like a second striker that, that yeah, works he, all right. He's just kind of nimble and he just mm-hmm. he, he's got that that uh striker's smarts. Kind of oh, like yeah. a McLaren. Kind of. Ooh. Nice. Well, that's he must it. be good then. <laughs> you reckon he's a new Jamie McLaren? Not a huge body on him, but he's got that that poacher's instinct. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Absolutely. Oh. I like that take. I like that take. Well, as Damo consumes his next little bit of sour spoon there, he's fucking very audible. I like it. Let's get to our next contest, boys. Where's my tab? I've lost my tab with the games. It's It was the last one of the week. It was Western Sydney. Yeah, there's a reason why I've forgotten it happened, because it's fucking Western Sydney, Perth glory. Andy, can I throw to you Throw to you for this one or no? You can throw to me. What, what, do, you want, uh, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Was it? What, <laughs> what you was that? To say about? Was that first <laughs> half of football? To say. Was, <laughs> was there? Exactly is there anything right. to say on Western Sydney? No, I don't. Um, there, there's stuff to say actually. There's stuff to say. Yeah, Ruben Zatkovich is a fucking. He's a fraud, mate. He's a bald fraud. He's on fraud watch for me. Is Zatkovich? Jeez, big call. Big call. Yep. Done. Well, that's it's it's facts. I mean, the team looks tepid. Yeah, they didn't uh, didn't do a lot to uh, impress, did they? God no. Can you name any any good thing that Perth Glory did that game? Um, I cannot. <laughs> they, they, uh, exactly my point. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. They, they I can't find anything uh, to celebrate for them for that one. They almost equalised like right at the end in injury time, but um, yeah, from one decent shot, I forget who it was, but um. Yeah, that was about it. They, uh, they, there was nothing really to celebrate for them. It's, Especially yeah. that first half. Both yeah. teams were just dreadful. nowhere, and it was, oh, God, mm, it was bad. Dreadful. Western Sydney aren't going to get fans into their stadium playing like that. Although, no. a win is a win, and they'll like that, at least. A win is a win, but, yeah, I don't know if uh, that's enough for the fans to come back. Yeah. Yeah, one, one positive, I guess, was uh, that Liam Reddy, uh, brilliant save oh, for that penalty. penalty. save, yeah. Uh, great stuff from the the forty one year old. I think forty one year old. Yeah, is he forty one years Incredible. old? Incredible. Yeah, crazy. Been Jesus playing since Christ. the uh, the NSL days. He still looks about thirty, I reckon. No he shit. doesn't look very old. Nah. It's, I uh, think it's telling. I'm I'm on the Keep Up YouTube page. <laughs> um, so these are the guys who are doing the AFL fantasy competition that we're a part of, and they don't have a, a highlights video for this game. <laughs> <laughs> that is more than fair enough. Yeah, that's doing the league more detriment. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Kerpich obviously got a goal. It was Kerpich, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. To open up his tally, so you know, new signing gets a goal. That's that's promising at least for our mate Mark Rodan to get off into a winning start. Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say there, Demo? Oh, not necessarily. No, I thought. It was a very, very uninspiring performance by uh, by Kerpich and the whole Western Sydney Wanderers attack by Yengi. Fair cop. Well, Yengi had the support of his dad there, so naturally. He did. Biengi Yengi. Yes. Uh, absolute legend. <laughs> Fair um, Dinkum Australian. Yeah, absolute Fair legend. Dinkum if anyone Australia. hasn't seen that interview, go look it up. It's yeah, the most heartwarming thing wholesome. you'll ever see. Yeah, yeah so... Back to my uh, rant on Kerpich. Um Yeah, I just don't think he was... He, he showed very much. 
and nothing more than, say, uh, someone who's up and coming like a Pat Wood or someone like that, or the equivalent in the Western Sydney Academy could do. So it's a bit annoying when you say that from a foreigner, but I guess that's what that's what we get in the A League. Oh, not Sometimes. all the time. I mean, not all the times, but on the other side, you got Bruno Fornaroli, who's arguably one of the best strikers in A League history. Now he was non-existent, he, albeit not a lot of supply. That's true, but yeah, it's just annoying. I, I can't, I can't explain it. But when you see someone running around like that, yeah, it's disheartening as someone who likes seeing young players getting more opportunity. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you have starting ahead of it? Maybe Barello is the striker well, and you'd yeah, chuck in a Potentially Yengi as the number nine. I didn't like seeing him okay. on the wing. Right, yeah. I thought that Yengi would go there to become their number nine. But clearly uh, Yengi, uh, Yengi, uh, Kerpich has taken that spot. Uh, Rudan feels like he's better there, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Fair enough, man. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm just not a big fan of the way uh, Mark Rudan's set up in general. But I did like seeing uh, the return of Callum Ewenhoff in the midfield after his uh, long ACL um, recovery. So that was a good uh, boost True. for Australia's midfield uh, uh, stocks. stocks I there it you is. Could say. Yeah, even, yeah. Though, even though he's probably nowhere near a call-up, he's definitely one that I think has uh, a very high ceiling. So, Well, he's 21 still, so he's got plenty of time to yeah. uh, make good in his potential. I do want to just touch on Perth quickly, Andy, if you can help me out here. Yep. Viruna Fornaroli, obviously, he's a guy that has been fucking brilliant in the past. He would have been playing for Melbourne City while you were a fan, so a few yes. years ago, yes? Yeah, about just when I uh, started uh, getting into it, he was he was still there. How 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 good was Bruno Fornaroli in those days? Like he was brilliant. Genuinely. I remember, yeah, he was uh, a big drawing card, you know, to to go and watch the games. Um. And uh, he was part of the squad that won the FFA Cup in 2016 as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he, he used to be great to watch and uh, very threatening presence up forward. It's a very memorable speech for that uh, FFA Cup victory yes. too. And, and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's also technically allowed to play for the Socceroos. He's made a few, he's got well, a few he's caps, already, I do believe. He's already played, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he has. I'll, I'll ask you. This is what I was kind of leading up to. Do you think mm. he should still be in that lineup? Has he still got that talent, or would you rather oh. see a younger guy take his spot, like a D'Agostino, who we'll get to shortly? Yeah, good question. I think I think he does. He needs to show more um, to get that spot back. Because yeah, someone like a D'Agostino, who is you know putting in the strong performances already, um, even after round one, uh, I think we haven't seen that from Fornaroli yet. And just because you were you know, elite back in the past doesn't uh, doesn't mean you keep your spot in the future. So, yeah, I reckon st- he's still got time to prove himself, but I think we really do need to see see a few really good goals from him and a few really strong performances if he's going to take a spot away yeah. from a, a young up and comer. If he's actually serious about going to the Bill Cup. Yeah, exactly. For so sure. yeah, it's, uh, he's got work to do. That's for sure. And hopefully, it gets a bit. Um, some some better delivery as well. Yeah, some yeah service exactly. From guys like Mustafa Amini, who's obviously also yep. in that conversation for the well, yeah, but and theory. To, to my point before, with uh, annoying seeing uh, foreigners get opportunities over the local kids, I saw 
for the brief moment, I looked over to the game. Um, uh, Perth had a free kick, and the Irish midfielder that they bought or got, McInef, McInef, yes. kicked the ball straight into a one-man wall. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed the target. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hard to do, I, man. That's, I I'm turned not... the game off again in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That would have been one of their six shots on goal for the entire game, only <laughs> yeah. two of which were on target. That's that's heartbreaking. Yeah, he was playing as their kind of attacking midfielder pivot yeah. there, was McInef. Yeah, I'm telling you, Zadkovic, bald fraud. He's got no idea what he's doing. Moving on, boys. To the main event, I'd say, of the weekend. The Big Blue! The Big Blue. Oh, yes. This was a fucking juicy one, fellas. This was absolutely... It was was also moist. It was also quite soggy. Very, very moist as well, yes. It must be said. (laughs) I was just... I'm scrolling down the talking points for round one, and I just... Ryan Grant runs into the referee. God (laughs) damn. Was that Ryan Grant's best moment of the game, Andy? I think I think it was. It was definitely the only moment of his that I remember. <laughs> uh, I can't remember him ha- having much of an impact anywhere else. <laughs> you reckon he's a bit past it? Yeah, I reckon he is. Been around a long time. Ooh. Been a been a socceroo, you know. He's had an amazing career, but geez, he uh, didn't sort of look like it on, sh- on sh- the weekend. We should ask Chris Beath about his impact on the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he'll definitely remember Poor guy. his impact. <laughs> He was yeah. out to take some painkillers later in the game to, uh, yeah. to keep going for old Chris B. It was a big hit. Heartbreaking. Good on him. Yep. Came back strong. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. And I'll, um, I'll ask, <laughs> just to switch it up, obviously, Victory got the win here, 3-2 over Sydney. I think Sydney took the lead early. Yeah, uh, I think Sydney took the lead twice. Sydney took the lead twice, yeah. Yeah, and Victory Donaghy came back twice. Through- through Mac, mm. the Mac attack, and uh, Donaghy. Oh. oh, yes, James Donaghy. Brisbane Roar alumni, James Donaghy. Um, what an yeah, absolute legend. Uh, who was it? Uh, Daggers, and then... Yeah, Daggers. Conomedes, and then uh, Brillante. Joshy Brillante. Lots... Uh, no, actually, victory went up two one, and then Sydney equalised. Uh, yes. That's right. We yeah. got there. We got it. We got there eventually. Andy, I heard Andy in the background there, like boys, boys. Wait a second, boys. Come on now. <laughs> uh, a few questions I want to rattle off. Did Nanny make the best international debut? Or Ooh. actually, just the de- best debut? Did Nanny make the best debut for you guys over the course of the weekend? I'll start with you, Andy Gibson. Ooh, I reckon uh, I reckon he probably did. Only other one I would would mention is probably Barisha okay. in uh, in that conversation. But yeah, he he looked good. He set up that. Um, I think it was the Economides goal. Yep. The very nice ball. Credit to, to uh, Stefan Negro with the pass before that. Yes. That was yeah, an was awesome a, pass. Yeah, it was a, it was a great play all around. So, uh, yeah, he looked impressive. So yeah, right. he's uh, he's a very good. Very good get for them. Obviously, he was always going to be, but uh, yeah, he's he's showing exactly why they got him. Hell yeah, it's good to see him actually perform as well. Uh, I read an <laughs> I read an Adam Peacock article, which is not something I'd ever think I'd say uh, <laughs> at any point ever. But he basically mentioned that yeah, look, with Nanny here and actually performing already, it gives the A League a flicker of hope that we haven't seen since the Del Piero days. And like the David Villa days and that kind of thing. I don't, I don't get that. Not a fan like, of that I, take. I, I get that, but I don't get it. Like you get it, but you don't get it. 
What what does it add? Like, I know Natty <laughs> being here is obviously huge, but like the league should be growing regardless of who is here. Mm. If you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good point. But look, if if a big if like a big it, star, it it, if a year, if a guy who's been Ronaldo's teammate and has been a Manchester United starter and has won a Euro, you know, is bringing people is bringing butts to seats. That's a good sign, obviously. That's true, but. I, yeah, I, I just don't see how one person coming to the league can just kickstart the mm. league to where it wants to be. I think a lot, a lot of stuff needs to happen for for the league to come alive again. It's fair enough. That 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 crowd in Sydney was pretty pretty up and about though. It was, yeah, it was a good good spectacle. If it wasn't so damp, I probably would have expected yeah. at least thirty there. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like those two clubs are the two biggest in yeah. in the league, and the only and the only club who have been able to compete with them for fans was Western Sydney when Western Sydney were actually decent, which is why it's so important for Adan to get them playing some attractive football again. Yeah, but, but um, do you yeah. do you have Nanny as your best debut of the weekend, Damo? Um, yeah, I do anyway. Yeah, fair. Yeah, uh, it was pretty cool seeing Nanny anyway strutting his stuff in the new Sydney Stadium and uh, yeah, just cool to see him and can't wait to go watch a game and see him live. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, good, fuck good yeah, fuck league. yeah, fuck yeah. Closely followed by the incredible debut, debut by Yan Sass, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon so? Yan Sass made a huge impact. Yeah, made a huge impact on Javi <laughs> Lopez's right leg. <laughs> That's very true. Alright, sick as. My next question is one of my burning questions. One of my three burning questions, so my second of the show. And this is going to be towards you, Andy. Chris Iconomidis. Yes. Absolutely starred. He didn't start, but he came on in the 62nd minute, scored a goal, and then set up the game winner. Iconomidis has 17 caps for Australia. Should he be in the Socceroos squad for Qatar? Bearing in mind, we've also got Quoll, Azani, Obviously, if you want to play him as a striker, we've got McLaren, we've got D'Agostino, we've got Fornaroli, we've got um, our Mobile out in the wings. Mm. Should Iconomidis be in there? I, I don't think so as, as of now. As of Ouch. now. I'm not, not counting him out. But That's a blow. Yeah, he didn't score at all last season, I don't think. So I feel like you need to put in more than one great performance. To, yeah, he was pretty spot. bad last season. Yeah. Injured a lot. Fitness issues last season, it, it must be said. True, yeah. but I think you still still needs to uh, yeah you make your back own up luck. that performance. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, he needs needs to back up uh, what he did this weekend uh, in the future a leading lot. into the World Cup. Yeah, needs to be consistent because um, as you just said, Deshaun, there's lots of other options um, that could be there instead of him. So he the come uh, dingo as well. But look, dingo, with exactly Tilio yeah. with Tilio not playing, playing come dingo not playing. You know that that obviously, and, and him starring. You know his stock is up at least. Yeah, Cole as well didn't play. That's yeah, that's true. So he he's done as much as he could have from um, the opportunities that he's had so far. That's right. So yeah, exactly in half that, an hour. Yeah, exactly. That's all he can do. So maybe he gets a little bit more game time for victory. You know, in the coming weeks, we'll see. Hopefully, for mm. his sake, he does. Um, in the Jason coming weeks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> see what he did there. Yeah, you like that one? I'd have him starting ahead of Falami. Would you? Personally. I thought Falami was pretty good. Yeah, yeah so uh, 
I just think Iconometers has a bit more of that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, I guess, killer instinct. He's got a bit more of that, uh, yeah, European experience. <laughs> that international experience. International he's also, experience. like, there was a reason why he, he's got 17 counts. He's got that X he, factor, I think. And for he's solid, don't get me wrong. That season, man, he was honestly yeah. like, on fire. Yeah. He could have gone overseas, definitely. But I think the offer from Victory was just too good. Did you end up going to Japan? Nah. At all? No? Nah. He's always no, been A League? I think, uh, nah. Yeah, he's always just Fuck been in the A League, yeah. Since I've he came just, back from Italy. <laughs> I've just Googled Chris Iconomitis and my next, my suggested next search was Jason Garrier. Oh, <laughs> I miss Jason Garrier. Actually, yeah, did he, did he, he play? He, he didn't played, play. Didn't he? No, Stig, no, he didn't uh, play. Negro, Negro played it ahead yeah. of him. Oh. Bring me some Jason Garrier action. I love that guy. Yeah. All right. What about Josh Brillanti for the Soccer squad? Brillanti. Uh, yeah, not Got sure. Got the game winner. Not sure. Don't know. Mm. Had, a, had a blinder on the weekend, but too um, many, too many players ahead of him. Like who? I mean, Aaron Moy, obviously. But yeah, in the in the formation that Graham Arnold likes to play, I don't think he suits it. <sighs> Oh, Brillanti, but he's so good though. He's got great facial hair. <laughs> he does, and it could be the thing that we're missing since Yednak left. Exactly my point. We don't have any good facial hair. Like what? Arzani's little, Arzani shitty little fake goatee. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh yeah. No well, way. That's yeah. But we didn't even touch on Arzani and how poor he was really. Yeah, he was nowhere. Yeah. Obviously, first... Like, the MacArthur team under Dwight York, obviously a rookie coach, yeah. a lots of lots of moving parts. I mean, De Villa was the most disappointing for me in that team for that particular game. Yeah, fair, but I think the uh, the hype and the expectation didn't yeah. quite pan out. I get that. Fair in enough. his first game. I'll tell you who's got shit facial hair. Jamie McLaren. I know you love him, Andy, oh. but you, you <laughs> yeah, can't like J-Max little... Yeah, it's very, very questionable. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. That the little, well, not even a goatee, but like a, what do you call that? It's like a real curly sort of, but real, real It's just small. called shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, question, questionable uh, decision from him there, but anyway, each to their own. Uh, fair co- each to their own indeed. That's it. Because as we mentioned at the start of the show, this is an inclusive podcast that we it welcome is. everyone, even if you have a shit goatee. <laughs> <laughs> All exactly. right. I think to wrap up our breakdown of the games, fellas, I'm just going to mention my second flog of the week were the fans for throwing bottles at Paul Izzo, victory keeper Paul Izzo. Yeah, Shout out to Izzo for just taking a swig of one. Did he? I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, he took a little drink. <laughs> Jeez, you'd hope it wasn't spiked. <laughs> <laughs> you'd hope it wasn't spiked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you I never know what those uh, Sydney the Cove supporters will do. You reckon one of the Coyote boys chucked a roofie in a water <laughs> bottle and threw it at Paul Izzo? I w- wouldn't put it past him, I'll just say that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it was like, what, 92nd minute, so it wouldn't have made a difference, but anyway. And is there anything else that you boys want to mention from the uh, the weekend there before we get to goal of the week? I'm just going to have a have a dig at VAR just quickly, if, if oh, I may. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes, if, please. If I may. Um, oh. Not usually one to, to get into that sort of thing, but I thought um, thought in the uh, the city game versus uh, Western they they did get one wrong. I don't know if you boys saw it, but the um, they overturned McLaren's goal in the first half. 
I thought here, that but... was a bit of bullshit, to be fair, too. Yeah, I mean... Like, I Garuccio thinking... wasn't even looking at the ball. Um, exactly. He deviated from his line. Yeah. Barisha was running in a straight line. Yeah, he was running like, what's, straight. What's he meant time. to do? Exactly. What's he meant to do there, ref? That's right. Garuccio pretty <laughs> much just ran into it? the back of him and lost his balance. Like. That's exactly right. No fail. Play on. Yeah, and the the ref on the spot didn't didn't find any issues with it, which is fair. So, yeah, I thought that one was uh, very stiff to be overturned. But um, anyway, I'm, I'm not the VAR expert. I've also got a one of the most important and uh, saddening uh, events of the week. Obviously, uh, the uh, sudden and shocking retirement of our most uh, loved. Player and soccer and A League legend Matthew Matt Simon oh, King. Yes. Yep. A uh, minute silence for for Matt Simon throughout all next week's uh, games. Wait, actually? Hopefully, anyway. Oh yeah. Because uh, he definitely deserves it. You see, Central Coast retired his shirt. Well, they they should. Yeah. So. Everyone should retire their shirts. <laughs> even the even the teams you never played even for. Even the teams you never played for. <laughs> Central Coast, I understand. I don't. Oh my god, was he playing on? He played for Gold Coast for a little bit, didn't he? Nah, I don't. Think Central so. Coast in Sydney. Yeah, sure. that's it. Yeah. Central Coast but, uh, in Sydney. As a mark of respect, I ask all listeners to put your elbows out for Simo. Put your elbows out. Fair enough. In in memory of the. Uh, the grace of the man. Uh, the grace. He was graceful. He was a gra- he had a graceful elbow. <laughs> many many A League defenders can attest to that. <laughs> God, yeah, what a man! In, anyway, in his yeah. career, two hundred ninety four two hundred ninety four games in his professional career. That's not in all seriousness. Time with um, the yeah, happy retirement to Matt Simon. Yeah, wish him well. Sixty six goals and two hundred ninety four appearances for Matt Simon. Including an incredible spell where I don't think he ever started a game for Sydney FC. In three years? In Yeah, in three years. And just <laughs> came off the bench every game at the 60th minute. <laughs> and just Bro. elbowed about 17 defenders. <laughs> what a king. He scored, he scored five goals in three years he for did. Sydney FC. Leading to one of the most memorable memes of Graham Arnold pointing to the Central Coast bench saying, you didn't want him. And then he ends up going back there anyway. <laughs> oh, I love spectacular. that. I'll, Matt Simon will be missed. That's a very yeah. fair point. Was a touching uh, oh. send-off for him, wasn't it? I was thinking of Shane Smeltz. That's who I was thinking yeah. of with Smilty. Gold Coast. Smeltzy. Definitely in the Hall of Fame Smilty. along with Matt Simon for some yeah. of the goats of A-League football. They are, Matt yeah. Simon will be missed. Alrighty. Um, yeah, goal of the week. There's, there's, there has to be only one, surely. Oh, what what would that be, son? D'Agostino's header. Oh, yes, yep. indeed, sir. Nico D'Agostino. May I remind you both? My pick for the Golden Boot coming into the se- into this season, Nico D'Agostino. He's gotten off to a pretty damn good start. What a fucking towering header that, that was, was. Brilliant. Oh, it was a uh, very good. Well, yeah, the the physics behind it. 
Yeah. Are so, we, so are we bringing the chat back to physics? <laughs> he's going yes, away from the ball. Yeah. He's he's oh, he's um his momentum is going away from the ball, and to generate the amount of power that he did, yeah, and the accuracy, but the placement, but the placement. Mm. I, I can't understand how, it was, how that's even physically possible. It was just it was that good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it actually had me reminded of one Tim Cahill. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is a massive a Big call. comparison there. Big comparison. But honestly, like, just, yeah, the way that ball came off his head is incredible. That's it. If he keeps doing things like that, he's uh, definitely going to make a strong case for himself to get on the plane to Qatar. That's right. Yeah, buddy. Exactly. That's the spirit. More That's headaches what I for hear. Graham Arnold, the better. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Headaches you want to have. I don't know. Graham Arnold might fucking pass <laughs> yeah. out. I don't trust his bloody cardio, cardiovascular. <laughs> it's getting on in years. I will say on the uh, Isuzu Ute Goal of the Week nominations for round one over there on the Keep Up YouTube channel. We're not sponsored by Keep Up, by the way. <laughs> it sounds I like just, we are. <laughs> I'm just using them for all my research. <laughs> Uh, there are two comments on the video, which, which has 466 <laughs> views, and both of them agree with you, Damo. They reckon Daggers is indeed the goal of the week. Do you agree as well, Andy? Oh, 100%, yeah. That's that's definitely my goal of the week as well. Not tempted just to name Jamie McLaren for the sake of it? Yeah, no, I mean, his goal was it was, uh, it was basically <laughs> gifted to him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. hard to give it to him. All right, too easy. Well... We're getting towards the business end of our inaugural four-man, in brackets, three-man podcast here. <laughs> but I will throw to you, Damo. <clears throat> now, your young player of the week was Callum Neuenhoff. We're yeah. going to get a little bit younger with this. We're going to go to you for the Joey's coverage. Yeah. Give it an, to us. An awesome week down in Shepparton uh, for the Joey's. <laughs> you don't uh, say that too often. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, probably the most exciting thing that's happened to Shep for a very long time. <laughs> Almost since Garen Qual signed for Newcastle. Hell yeah. Which was literally a week before. <laughs> a long time ago. So a lot of good things are happening in Shepparton. So. Are there any, Andy, just real quick, are there any decent footballers who have come out of Wangaratta? Um, there were... Not really. There's, there was one like um, Pasquale that played for Melbourne yeah, Victory Seb for years Pasquale, ago. Yeah, yeah that's true. one. Um, but I don't know what's happened to him since then. I haven't he really stopped, heard of him. He was, I think he was on the bench for Western United. Oh, was he? Okay. No, no, he wasn't. He was in the matchday squad. He just didn't play. Didn't play. Okay. Oh, right. I so see. he's still sort of He's 22 around. years old. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's the only name that I know of. There could be more, yeah, but yeah. I, I think that might be the only one. Yeah, that'd be the, the biggest one, I reckon. Yeah. There you go. Anyhow, right. the Joeys. Yes. Incredible performance against the Northern Mariana Islands, spotting <laughs> just no. 23 goals. Only 23 I think, goals. I think they also managed to hit uh, seven behinds as well. Fucking <laughs> hell. That's a pretty decent conversion <laughs> rate. It is, yeah, exactly. It's kicking straight, as uh, many AFL people mm. would say. <laughs> and then... To follow it up, the next fr- on the Friday, with a ten goal win against or eleven goal. It was ten. It ten was ten against uh, Cambodia, who we lost to, not <laughs> six months earlier, four two, in <laughs> Indonesia. So an incredible, incredible turnaround there uh, shows you how much the home ground advantage really does count. And then on a beautiful Sunday's. 
afternoon. An awesome game against uh, China with a pretty boisterous crowd. I think it was 1,117 people. Ooh. Not bad. Oh, not so a pretty, bad. pretty good crowd considering... Uh, well, these are the qualifiers for the 2023 under 17 Asian this Cup. This is quality. qualifiers for the... Yeah, this was the qualifiers for the 2023 AFC Asian Cup under 17s. Right. And we have uh, we have uh, qualified, and so has China from our group. So, oh, beautiful, nice, and just uh, yeah, really awesome to see the likes of Nesta Iwankunda play live. Yeah, mm. he's an absolute electric player. Oh, yeah. uh, even some of my mates who don't really watch the A League much or don't follow anything much, they're like, "Who is this guy? Like, he's awesome. This kid, he's just he's is, that good. He's better than Garen Qual." Is what I would keep on hearing. Gee whiz. Better than Garen Quall. Big call. On the same ground that Garen Quall came to prominence on, many are saying that Nesta Irinkunda is a better player. You beauty. The future of Australian football is bright. Any other standouts for you, big lad, for, from, the, from the Joey squad? Or um, is it just Darren Kunda? Yeah, uh, Miguel DePizio. DePizio! Recently Ooh. transferred to Central Coast Mariners from Western Sydney. Uh, Uh, He was very, very uh, classy in the middle of the park. Big lad down back, Andriano Labib from Perth Glory. Labib? Yeah, I thought he was really classy on the ball too. Really cool uh, centre back. Well, you beauty. But overall, a very, very successful camp for the lads and uh, first camp for the new coach, Brad Maloney. So uh, he'll be uh, very pleased with their output in the wonderful town of Shepparton. Fantastic. Good stuff. It's a shame for the Northern Mariana Islands, obviously. I know they had uh, high hopes of making it. but oh, yeah, yeah, I think the Northern Marianas are kind of... A lot of the public kind of felt for them after getting thrashed 23-10-0 and 10-0 by <laughs> China as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I hurts. think there's a lot of people who respect the Northern Mariana Islands in Shepparton. <laughs> Lots of Northern Mariana... I think the three <laughs> supporters, <laughs> the three uh, um, expats from the Northern Mariana Islands in, living in Australia at the moment must be very proud. <laughs> they oh, must <laughs> be. <laughs> All right, you beauty. I think that brings us to the uh, pretty much the denouement of this podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure, fellas. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you guys have had fun as well. Absolutely, I had an absolute ball. The sour squams were even better. <laughs> MVP. And to, to close us off, I'll just throw it to each of you boys. Do you have a, a game you're particularly looking forward to this upcoming weekend? Brisbane v Melbourne City, Newcastle, Perth. Oh, wait, cool. yeah. No, it's um, Western United versus the United States, according to... Uh, <laughs> Huge According to there. the Channel 10. Uh, <laughs> Actually? On their schedule. Yeah, they posted it. <laughs> and then they deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> Western United versus the United States. Yeah. How they've managed yeah. to pull that off, I'll, I'll never know. Is that more offensive to the United States or to Sydney FC? I think that is more... Yeah, that's probably more... Uh, yeah, probably Sydney FC, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Joe oh, Biden at fullback. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think... I'm probably looking forward to Melbourne victory versus Western Sydney game. Victory apparently, versus Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a few um, 
few Western Sydney fans coming down. So it'll be a pretty uh, pretty cool uh, atmosphere there. What about you, Gibbo? Uh, well, obviously the Melbourne City game. Always really looking forward to that one. Up against uh, against Brisbane. Against okay, my so Brisbane Roar. Yep, it. it's going to be great. I guarantee yeah. you we will not score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie Austin might uh, pull one out of the woodwork. You never know. Nah. He's trash. He, he's more washed than my laundry mate. <laughs> That's not very washed usually. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. There's a pile of fucking dirty laundry in my room as we speak. So I guess that means Austin's due for a hat trick. Yeah, yeah, clearly. You're very yeah. confident in him. I bet you he's, he's, he scores 10 goals in like the first 12 games and then doesn't score a goal for the rest of the season. Bold prediction. Mm, you reckon he'll, uh, he'll drop off. Yeah. Okay. It's either that or he won't score a goal until the 20th game of the season and just score 10 goals in the last six games. <laughs> Spectacular. Well, yeah, all right. I'll, I'm looking forward to the Raw City game as well, but I'll, I'll take Wellington up against Central Coast. I'm, see the, I'm keen to see my boy Ollie Sale the pull Wellington. out another... The Wellington Phoenix. Ollie Sale's an absolute gun, made a few nice saves against Adelaide. I reckon uh, I'll be seeing him make a few more diving parries against the uh, Mariners come Sunday. Absolutely. And finally, my uh, my last burning... My, wait, what was it? It's burn, talk, talking points? Burning questions? Burning it's burning questions. questions. My last burning questions. That's what we wanted to... Yeah, Damo. Damo, yeah, yeah. Damo, Damo, Damo. Yeah. Is Tony Gustafsson writing the ship with the Matildas? Are we back in form, baby? No. Despite the 3-1 win against Denmark? Two goals from uh, Caitlin Ford. As much as I'd like to say that we are, it's just, yeah, something about it. It's not <laughs> doing it for me. It's not doing it for me. Mm, he's not convinced. He's not convinced. <laughs> he's not convinced by Tony Gustafsson. There you go. I, I love Tony Gustafsson. I reckon he's a mad dog. But <laughs> Doesn't get much but, better than that. In, in terms of results in the last year and leading up to a World Cup year, it's been nothing short of terrible. Terrible. Ouch. But there's always a turning point. And Ooh, I think I, like I think this may have been it. And we actually played some pretty fluid football. Katrina Gori scored a pretty sick goal. Ooh. If we can get her on the ball a bit more, things happen. I just want to see Chloe Legazzo start games. That's all I want to see, boys. And uh, with that... Uh, I've been Jashan. I've been joined by Andy Gibson. Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Damon. <laughs> Come on, Damon. You're, you're going to tell us what was the best salami from your salami oh, night last apparently, week? Apparently, um, it was the number three. Ooh. Whoever number was three. number three, I think, took out the uh, the win. Ooh, number three salami. Number three, yeah, I can't name drop the them, Scott but Jamison. the number three was the best salami there the whole night. Okay. Um, <laughs> along with the other seven bloody courses. <laughs> That's a lot of salami. <laughs> there was seven courses plus the salami testing. Oh, that's not even including the salami testing? That's not even including the salami testing. Jesus Christ. Well, was Italians on. don't fuck around. Yeah, it sounds And it. I was only doing the waitering that night too. And I was absolutely full. Oh, shit. Mm. I couldn't even walk. 
<laughs> all right. And with that, we've been the four man wall. Thank you all for listening. Go check out our other work, ROTG and uh, F24U on the same on the same podcast stream. I don't know how the same RSS feed, etc., etc. Like, comment, rah rah rah. Thank you. this upcoming weekend what the fuck are the games this week <laughs> <laughs> still looking at last week jeez <laughs>